Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're going to talk about two different economic perspectives that have been published in approximately the same time frame and look at the juxtaposition of those two vastly different outlooks. First one is a report that is published by Fannie Mae. This is the mortgage insurer attached to the U.S. federal government that insures loans on behalf of the U.S. government. And they published yesterday their economic outlook for the remainder of 2018. And I'm going to quote Doug Duncan, the chief economist for Fannie Mae. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing Doug in a couple of weeks in Florida. And I'm going to ask him some more questions when I see him about the contents of this report. But in the meantime, I'm going to quote him directly. And he says, we're nearly a quarter of the way through 2018. And as anticipated, the interplay between fiscal and monetary policy continues to frame the economic landscape. Then he goes on to say, while we expect the economy to shift temporarily into a lower gear in the first quarter, the pace of growth should accelerate through the remainder of the year and into next. Beyond the obvious downside risks, the economy appears poised to build on a foundation of strong consumer spending and a historically healthy labor market following the recent passage of the discretionary spending bill on top of tax reform. On housing, home sales got off to a rough start in 2018, bottlenecked by the persistent challenges of the inventory shortage. Of course, there's a flip side to the demand supply imbalance, and strong home price appreciation continues to come as a welcome news to existing homeowners. So that is Doug Duncan's perspective. And like I said, I look forward to asking him some more questions about that in a couple of weeks. On the other side, I want to take you to a report by Simon Black. Simon Black publishes the Sovereign Man Daily Newsletter, and he talks about specifically the growing national debt. And last Friday, the national debt exceeded $21 trillion for the first time ever. In fact, in the month of February, we saw the national debt increase by an astounding $215 billion, and we're looking at growth of the national debt by more than a trillion dollars in just the last six months. That amounts to $3,000 of new debt on top of the existing debt for every man, woman, and child in America. Question is, why are we experiencing such a huge national deficit? Why are we experiencing deficit spending at a time when the, econ when the economy appears to be booming? We're not fighting any major wars. We don't have a major fiscal crisis. We're not bailing out tons of banks or pension funds or anything like that. And yet we still have a trillion dollars in the hole in the last six months. And last year, the U.S. economy grew by 2.5% in real terms. That is after stripping out inflation. Now, as you know, there's a little bit of tomfoolery with those numbers, but let's assume for the moment that that 2.5% number is accurate. Now, if you include inflation, the size of the U.S. economy increased by 4.4%, and yet the national debt grew by 6%. Why is it that the national debt is growing at a rate 36% faster than the U.S. economy, even if you include inflation? How is it possible to have two perspectives on the economy that appear to be 180 degrees apart? How can they both be true at the same time? This reminds me of when the city of Las Vegas was a very young city, they discovered that if they drilled a hole in the ground, they could find water. And there were, in fact, fairly sizable underground aquifers in the city of Las Vegas. In fact, the water appeared so plentiful, in many cases, they didn't even bother to put a tap on it. They just let it run freely. Then eventually, some of these shallower wells ran dry, and they decided, oh, maybe we need to be a little bit more responsible with the use of water. So they actually put, they did install taps, and they dug progressively deeper and deeper wells. Although it seemed that any time you turned on the water tap, there was plenty of water 
and you could use the water without any consequence. Now, as we know today, the city of Las Vegas does not have any underground wells anymore. In fact, they had to rely on tapping the Colorado River, which was dammed up by the Hoover Dam, and that formed Lake Mead. And so the principal water supply for the city of Las Vegas now comes from Lake Mead and the Colorado River. Here, too, the water level in Lake Mead has fallen several hundred feet. Now, there is still plenty of water in Las Vegas, but we know that the water level continues to drop year after year after year. And some properties that used to be waterfront properties, in fact, there used to be a boat club on Lake Mead, is now several hundred feet, maybe even a thousand feet from the edge of the lake. Our current economic outlook is starting to feel a little bit like water in Las Vegas. Yes, you can turn on the tap, and yes, there's plenty of water, and if you turn on the tap even wider, you get more water. But we know it's running out. When will this come crashing down on us? It's anybody's guess. I'm also looking forward to having both Simon Black and Doug Duncan in the same room and love to see the two of them hash it out. Now, the last time we got the two of them together in the same room, they came out of that meeting seeing relatively eye to eye. Now, I have to say, I generally agree with Doug Duncan and the analysis that was done at Fannie Mae that the economic outlook for the balance of 2018, the economy does appear to be fairly robust. However, there are warning signs on the horizon. I don't know how long the economic expansion can continue. You could think of our economic journey as a little bit like a marathon. And yes, you can sprint in the middle of a marathon. But if you do, if you sprint too early, you run the risk of not finishing the race. Certainly, it's perfectly okay to sprint the last 100 meters. But if you're going to sprint somewhere in the middle, you might not finish the race. And that kind of feels like where we are right now. In the meantime, pay close attention to what's happening in the macro economy. It will affect you. Have an awesome day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. 